Hello, and welcome to the On-Premise IT Roundtable, the only podcast that dares to be both on topic and on location. My name is Tom Hollingsworth, and I am a part of Gestalt IT. And each episode, we bring you the perspectives and opinions of a group of IT luminaries on a variety of technical topics or premises, if you will. I'd like to take a moment for our guests to introduce themselves today before we jump into the premise for the episode, starting with Larry. Hey, everybody. This is Larry Smith. I am a uh, consulting automation architect. I can be found on Twitter at Mr. L.E. Smith Jr. Um, I occasionally blog about every other year at everythingshouldbevirtual.com. All right. Matt? Hey, thanks, Tom. Matt Hado. Uh, I am an enterprise solution architect. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Hado or packetflow.io. And are joining us as a special guest from Fortinet, Vince, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, uh, Vince Wong, Senior Director of Cloud Security at Fortinet, and uh, I like to talk everything cloud and cloud all day, all the time. All right. Well, thank you all very much for joining us. Let's jump into the premise for today's episode, which is brought to you by Fortinet. Security is something that everyone has to be very critical about and very aware of. Our data is becoming more and more important as time goes on, and given the number of places that it's currently being stored, whether it's on-premises or in the cloud or in some combination thereof, you have to be aware of how it's being secured, who has access to it, and how to allow the right people to get in while keeping the not right people out. However, when you are faced with the possibility of having to do that in multiple different cloud providers, with multiple different pieces of equipment for multiple different users in multiple different geographic areas, you can see that the hardest part isn't getting it done. The hardest part is getting it done consistently. And so the premise for this episode is that consistent security is extremely difficult. And even as I introduced that premise for all of our guests here, I immediately went into damage control mode thinking about how am I gonna make sure that the, the Security that I want to implement in Microsoft Azure is the same as it's in Amazon AWS, because while they're pretty similar, they're just different enough that someone might end up with an exposed S3 bucket somewhere. So I will actually want to jump in and turn it over to uh, to Larry and Matt, because you guys have had a lot of experience kind of dealing with these kinds of situations. How hard is it to keep that kinds of consistency across workloads wherever they happen to be? So, um, you know, obviously, like you mentioned, Tom, is it's extremely difficult because every cloud provider has a different way of controlling access, controls, um, security around perimeters, firewalls, all the things that deal with security. So it's not just a matter of hiring the right engineers to do the manual things to actually go and actually implement the security at those in those cloud providers, but also taking it a step further, even bringing it back to on-prem because um, you obviously don't have those constructs in place locally in your data center. So it gets extremely complex. Um, so Matt, I'd, I'd, I'm sure you could jump in there as well. It's interesting because we're there's complexity in a number of areas. So from a product standpoint, we're often looking at separate products for endpoint security, network security, cloud security. And then from a from a team perspective, we're often looking at multiple teams managing these product sets. We could have our endpoint team, we could have our network team, we could have our cloud team. So just from an operational standpoint, before you, you even get into the technology, it can become very difficult kind of unifying your 
your security, um, not architecture, but your security framework to even begin securing things. And that's before you even get into the technical, you know, how am I actually going to secure uh, these applications? Well, Matt, I mean, it's it's really easy because I got an email just now that said that the solution to my problem is to just implement this tool. If I do this, everything's going to work perfectly fine. Now, granted, it, it doesn't really work any better with any of the other tools that I got emails about like last week and bought. And so I've got all of these point solutions that I'm trying to put in place. And, and one of them is going to fix the problem or maybe some combination of all of them, right? It's not like I need this holistic framework idea or anything could you tell my tongue was firmly in cheek when I said that? But yet that seems to be how security is marketed to people. Now, Vince, you kind of have a different perspective on this because you see it from the other side of the fence as a group of people that are trying to build solutions to fix those problems. How do you see the solution to all these issues? Well, I mean, I think the problem is very, it's very obvious, especially on this side, when we engage with our customers and partners and they tell us, well, look, I've got this and I have to talk about this vendor and, and, the, the number one thing I, I'm challenged with is is just so much complexity and things, and everyone's telling me. Um, then on top of that, I just don't have enough people. I don't have enough visibility across these things. And then you're relying on my small team of folks to go and do everything. And then when you move to the cloud, that gets even harder. Um, so so that is that is a real pain point, and I think it, it we know it, but for those who live it every day, that, 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 that just sucks. And so... Our goal in, in terms of one of, one of the things that we, we want to help our customers do is kind of bring these together, right? And it's a platform approach. It's not some one platform. You know, when we say platform, it, 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 it's not realistic to have a singular platform. But I think what's important for folks to think about is to have fewer and fewer platforms to kind of bring into all the different things so that you're not looking at 100 tools or 40 tools that, you know, that I think the average is 40. But you're, you're using maybe three or four platforms to, to accomplish your goals. And that just simplifies the equation. You know, thinking about, I now don't need to worry about having to automate all these different constructs across these different clouds. It's kind of like Matt was saying, you know, I have to worry about endpoint security. I have to worry about Azure. I have to worry about all these different things in AWS. Maybe on-prem, I'm dealing with some other technologies, you know, ACI, NSX, whatever. So what I think I'm hearing you say is that I can now focus my automation efforts based on what your framework puts in place as a single point of entry to manage all these constructs. Is that a true statement, Vince? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that if you think about the clouds and just kind of expand that one, it, you take the, your top three providers and then you've got a second tier providers out there and you can then go international, there are different clouds. And depending on where you are, everyone has different ways, different technologies of, of implementing, just something as simple as, Let's talk about connectivity and SD-WAN, right? SD-WAN across different clouds have different things and how you interface it. And for a small team, that's just that's just a lot of misconfiguration potential that'll leave for that you know exposed risk out there that you just don't want, right? And, and it's not intentional. It's just you don't know, and you don't know, you can't secure it. So I guess part of the the challenge that I see here is in the platform itself because. I mean, I keep up with security and it's difficult enough as it is to, to figure out how to do all these things because as an engineer or an architect, I'm thinking in all of these like ACLs and uh, network uh, constructs, you know, do I secure this VLAN? Do I do some kind of a routing thing over here? But yet I look at what people are talking about and they're talking about things like zero trust network architecture and they're talking about, you know, host isolation and things like that. And the biggest 
takeaway that I get from those discussions is not the details. It's the overarching policy that gets put in place to control the way that these things work. So for example, I create a policy that says that, you know, we'll just use something simple. Dev can never talk to prod. My engineering team, my operations team may get bogged down in what dev can't talk to prod means in Azure versus GCP or AWS versus on-premises. So how can a tool help smooth that over? What, what's the value in having a platform that allows you to define policy and then it does the dirty work of doing the implementation? Well, I think for me, it's, it's and for Fortinet, it's if we do the integration work on behalf of a customer and we solve for that connectivity, right? it, if you think about it, you know, it's going back to like the middleware, you know, middleware land, you know, of, of olden days, right? So the tip codes or whatever else you have, you do the translation on behalf of, you know, the application and the deployment and then the, the administrator and the company. And if we handle that right and we translate that and, and integrate that in with that integration, you got a couple of advantages. One is you're speaking the same common language. We're, we're, the, we're the translator across all these things, across all these deployments. So you only have to think about it in one way. How do I best secure it? This is my defined policy, you know, and then you solve for the deployment and everything else of where I need to do it from a business need. And then you leave, leave it to the platform such as Fortinet and Fortinet Security Fabric to then make that translation, provide that visibility, the consolidated visibility and the consistent policy across. So it, it really does simplify things from that perspective. And I think also it's important to then, you know, have solutions that are, that are well integrated because that really does reduce the friction. You don't want to be the one that has to deploy your, you know, vendor A on cloud A and B and then vendor C on cloud, you know, B and A and C. And then trying to figure out, well, wait a minute, to your point there, Tom, in terms of what do I need to do? Is this policy correct? Uh, I think it looks right, but then you don't know what you don't know. And I think that's where having a platform and those uh, cloud native type of integrations really does make a difference. So I would actually jump in on Vince. You're making me feel good here. You're making it sound like it's actually easy. Well, there's got to be a catch. What is the catch? The, the catch is it's easy on the surface because it's easy from the customer's perspective. The hard, hard heavy lifting is being done by Fortinet on our side. Um, you know, we're working closely with the cloud security providers, you know, the, you know, the AWS, the Azure's, Google Cloud, and, and everyone else out there to kind of do this work. So heavy lifting is being done, and it's not easy. But, you know, if you have a platform approach, you know, like something that we do at Fortinet, our goal is to make it look easy from the end user perspective. But if you want to come in and then, uh, and, and lift with us, you're more than welcome to there. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So one question that I have regarding that is since you do work closely with the cloud providers and you kind of understand the way that their security infrastructure works, does that allow you to get um, more familiar with some of the newer security concepts that they're introducing to help alleviate certain problems? Because one of the issues that I've seen um, through some of the research that I've done on cloud isn't so much that there isn't a solution to my particular problem. It's that there is a solution to that problem, but nobody knows about it because you have to basically ask for it. Is this something where a good security platform that operates in multiple cloud environments has awareness of those things so that when I define a policy that says, you know, I want this particular kind of situation to happen, that you, because of your knowledge, you can say, oh yeah, well, there's this thing that we can do and we'll build that and it'll work just fine. Uh, as opposed to like, you know, languishing in some kind of weird Rube Goldberg construct for weeks or months or even years 
and then finding out after the fact, oh, well, I could have just done this and it would have been a whole lot easier. <laughs> that, that's a very common conversation we've had. You know, we, we have, you know, I, I meet with customers all the time, right? And, and uh, right after this, I've got, a, I've got 80 customers to, to talk to. But when I ask them where they are with their cloud and, and it, you know, it, it's, you would think that even large, large enterprises would, would have it together. And then, you know, with this pandemic forcing everyone to rush the cloud, there, there's even more uncertainty and, and confusion. Like yeah, we kind of had to do this. We 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 took these actions. We got to the, the cloud, but you know it's just not working. And then you kind of go then turn and say, oh, did you know we have these integrations? And when you're looking at things like you know guard duty on AWS, we have these tight integrations that then kind of leverage that so that we're 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 providing that centralized visibility and we're providing that that deeper level of usability and integrations. Like oh, I didn't know that, right? And, and that that's that's phenomenal. But I think the other thing to kind of think about is is Beyond that, all these integrations, the the, the, the the comparison point, right? If you've got, uh, just, be, just be kind, you've got like 10, maybe 20 tools that's deployed on one cloud, right? That's 10, 20 different types of alerts on that one cloud. You take it over three clouds, then now you, you've multiplied that by 3x factor. Um, but, the, you know, the the the... the, the there's security and obscurity, but then there's also lack of security and obscurity because the information you want, you know, it, it's just not there or it is there. It's there. You just don't know where to look and you don't know how to prioritize for a team. And I think that's one of the other advantages is working with these cloud providers and service providers to do these integrations. We're helping boil the really important stuff and we're simplifying those integrations so that the things you want to care about are things you want to care about versus, you know, looking at things and trying to dig through different alerts and then missing things. And it's especially true when you look at uh, the amount of workloads and containers being leveraged today. That That's just mind-boggling for, for a lot of customers. So, Vince, you actually hit on kind of where my head was going here. Is So, what I'm hearing based on what you're saying is basically I can aggregate all of this information centrally. Um, we won't say the single pane of glass visible thing. We won't go there. But I can, but I can see this in... You know, from that perspective, I can start getting recommendations potentially. I've got maybe an easy button potentially that says, hey, I'm seeing all this stuff happening, you know, over in Azure, maybe in GCP, but not AWS, but maybe in my data center, I'm seeing similar traffic, but not the same. Maybe I have an easy quick click button that says, hey, I need to lock these things down. Is that something that's logical, something that makes sense? Or is it more about, just getting that visibility and then me as an administrator of the solution going in and creating my um, kind of my, my what my policies should look like. I think it's both. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Uh, I think it's both. I, I think yeah, it, this is a customer preference type of thing, right? The, the advantage of a platform and, and these type of integrations is the choice is up to the end user and customers and administrators to decide, but the option is there. Now, the most important thing is getting the consolidated visibility. Let's let's know what you need to know, and then figure out how you prioritize your actions and what you need to solve for. But you know, it, it, on the other side of it, if if once you get that that level of comfort and confidence, there is you know for something like for uh, the Fortinet Secure Fabric, at least on our platform, there are automations, there are you know things and orchestrations that happen. That, that can be enacted. I can't speak for all the other platforms out there, but certainly for us on, on the security fabric side, we have that. And then if you if you put that together, that, then that really does kind of streamline and reduce that complexity that customers are really desiring. You know, number one thing, number one thing that customers have asked us is, 
I think there's about 80% of, of the respondents that, that we did in the survey as well, you know, not, not just Fortinet customers. It's, they just want like a platform to kind of achieve these kind of goals, right? And that, that kind of, it fits well with, with, with our mission in terms of reducing friction there and across clouds and across, you know, both hybrid and, and you know, on-premise and, and uh, cloud deployments there as well. So I guess part of the question that I have regarding that is you mentioned kind of earlier where you run into these situations where there are so many things now that are kind of causing these alerts, causing these security situations. And you talked about the automation and the orchestration capabilities of, of a good security platform like that. How important is it for that platform to be able to detect security issues and either make the decisions or alert stakeholders right away? Because I know that one of the things we talk about a lot in these kinds of situations is things like dwell time. How long between the detection or the first intrusion and the remediation, that that gap can cause um, significant stress and risk for people. So can, can a should, I guess maybe is a better question, should a good platform be able to detect that, craft a policy or make a suggestion and either implement it right away or send it to the people who can make it implement and reduce the dwell time as much as possible to prevent those risks? Bingo, all of the above. Um, so so it's, it's absolutely critical, right? Speed is of the essence. And, you know, but, but I, I think the other thing to kind of think about, right, is, is when you know speed is of the essence, but when you don't know before you deploy, the visibility and knowledge is critical. It's foundational. Right. So, be, for example, if you have workload before you deploy it and operate and spin up your workloads, you want to know what you want to know. You want to see that the risk that you're that that's there or not there uh, or take be able to take proactive actions. So that visibility. But I think on top of that, that, that you know, I, I, I didn't touch on earlier. That I think, you know, the listeners out there and, and viewers need out there need to think about is workflow is highly important. We talk about security. We talk about integrations. We talk about all these things. End of the day, I think the, the the critical thing is to think about the workflow and the the administrator, security admins, user experience, and being able to consume the data and be able to do things with it. So automation solves for that. But then there's some things you just can't automate, uh, and if you can't automate it, then then you need to you know sort of rely on the the ability to understand and have a workflow to address as well. Matt, what's your perspective on this? Because I know you know you spend a lot of time working in in different kinds of cloud environments. Are you seeing these kinds of pain points from people? The the significant complexity, the inability to kind of keep up with all of the things that are going on. Uh, would would something like this be useful for your customers or for your the people that you work with to be able to kind of get a handle on all of the other challenges of cloud? Um, maybe solve one of them. <laughs> It's an interesting conversation because, you know, we, we're often approaching this cloud conversation from different perspectives. So my background is, is largely network. Um, you know, many of the teams that I'm interfacing with are approaching the security problem from a network perspective. So their security paradigm is let me take a firewall or a security appliance of some sort, apply it, you know, insert it in line and then apply policy from point A to point B. And that's what security is. It's an access list. But when we start looking at the cloud, you know, it's more than just let's lift and shift our VMs to the cloud and lift and shift our firewalls. It is a whole different conversation around what is cloud native security, you know, web application firewalls and securing containers and securing APIs. So 
kind of shifting that paradigm from, okay, let's just centrally manage firewalls to now we're looking at a bigger conversation. We're looking at firewalls. We're, lo we're also looking at endpoint security. But when we talk about cloud security, we're not just talking about uh, you know, a VM firewall in the cloud, we're talking about all the other things. And that's the, the biggest challenge that I see, again, from the network perspective, is kind of expanding that, that viewpoint to encompass all of these, you know, truly cloud native technologies, as opposed to just firewall VM in the cloud, right? Matt, I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, it's a different perspective, right? It's a different kind of whole mentality of how you approach it. So that was actually, that was a really good articulated way to define traditional security around networking and things like that. So I think that that was great. So in that case, if we, we kind of come into this with a traditional IT mindset from the enterprise of, you know, security is a networking problem or, you know, security is a perimeter problem. And, and we have these old ways of thinking. What's one way that we can break out of that? that methodology of thinking? What's one way that we can start to be more consistent in the way that we apply our security postures, our security thinking? Uh, because I can see that a lot of people who will be listening to this podcast probably thinking to themselves, yeah, I, I get that it's tough, but what can I do today to start even if I can't, if I don't have the budget to go buy something that will take care of these issues for me? So I'll jump in there real quick, but I'm going to do it really fast because I want to hear Vince's perspective kind of where my head goes with this in this conversation is always think about the service. What is the service I'm offering and how I approach that versus how do I control the network up to the service? What is the end goal of the service? Work backwards to facilitate that. So I'm going to, I'm going to go on mute and I want to hear what Vince's perspective is on that. If, if I'm even on point there. Yeah. So I think that, um, at least from the Florida perspective, which, which absolutely I, I think is the right way to do it is, we have to understand that that is a journey, right? So as you're going from these different layers and different edges in, in, in security from network and endpoint and everything, and, and then you start migrating to cloud, that's a, that, that expanded conversation is a journey. Not everyone's going to be there all, you know, 100% overnight. So what you, what you need to do is you know, going back to the platform. There's this idea of that, that platform being that, that sort of that runway, right? And, and as you're expanding, you, you need to have a platform with, that supports a broad set of integrations, cloud native integrations. If you're talking about cloud, on-premise technology integrations, and even like virtualization, in, in, you know, integrations for technologies, so as you're looking at the virtual data center, being able to integrate all these different things and be able to have the wherewithal and the security expertise and knowledge to say, you know what, this is how we would translate a policy that you would create into these different instances. And with that broad portfolio, for example, um, FortiGate, you know, Fortigate is well known, and it's a, it's, it's a leader in, in its category for, for secure connectivity and firewalling, right? So everyone knows us from a you know how, how well we perform in, in our leadership position uh, in in the Fortigate appliances with a custom ASICs. Now, then on the other side of it, in the cloud, we have Fortigate as a virtualized virtualized appliance Fortigate VM that sits in cloud. So for for customers speaking, that journey from on-premise to cloud or more cloud or accidental multi-cloud for some folks in the uh, in, in the uh, in the pandemic world here, you then have the ability to then have the same policy and then say, you know what, this works here for the same type of actions and applications I'm migrating to cloud. It's the same policy I'm going to deploy on on Google, on Azure, or or AWS, and then everything is pretty seamless from that perspective, right? And so the, the, the idea is. 
is being able to provide that, that broad integration, make the translation on behalf of the customer, and then have that technology that can be deployed on any cloud, right? So it's a, it's a journey. You need to be able to have things that, that, that customers can use to then deploy in any cloud and securing the application they want, but then be able to expand and grow on that. And just, it's stackable, right? And, and so I think that's really important to think about. It's, 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 it's having the ability to stack and having the ability to expand and grow and adjust. Because you know, going back to cloud, and I love talking about cloud, it's an evolution. Nobody is going to be static in cloud. And what you're doing today, you think you're doing today, it's not gonna be where you're gonna be doing tomorrow. And so having the ability to expand and grow and stack, like Lego pieces, uh, hopefully no trademark there, um, well, well, that kind of gives you that, 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 that sort of the level of assurance, I guess, you know, and, and, and so, so to, to me, I, I think that's the most critical thing when you think about a platform making consistent security is the ability to play anywhere you want and the ability to tie that in and then be able to expand and grow and evolve that on a singular thing, right? So it's nothing's throw away. Matt, what's something people can do today to kind of start building toward that new consistent security policy as opposed to having that old way of thinking? Uh, I'd say just you know, build a roadmap. So the first step, as I see it, is generally the lift and shift. You know, we're going to lift and shift our VMs. We're going to lift and shift our firewall to a VM in the cloud. Um, you know, then it's going to be, you know, securing platforms, excuse me, securing platform as a service, uh, you know, securing containers, et cetera. So just really getting a handle on that framework up front before looking at the tools, I'd, I'd say is a good way to look at it because I see a lot of focus on, you know, again, individual tool sets as opposed to taking a step back to that higher level cloud security framework. Well, as you can tell, consistent security is something that is very difficult. There are a lot of touch points now in the modern enterprise IT environment from in your enterprise to outside of your enterprise to everything in between. And it's almost difficult in the extreme to solve that problem in one of those locations, let alone translate it across a number of different environments. The solution is to abstract what you're trying to do away from one particular environment and put it all into a platform that has the capabilities of translating on the fly for you. And if you add in a little bit of intelligence, maybe some machine learning to, uh, to kind of correlate all of the data that you're seeing and make some recommendations as necessary, I think you're going to find that the challenge of getting away from the old way of thinking about the details and moving to a kind of utopia where you craft policy and implement it and it's just taken care of is a lot easier than you might think. And one of the ways that you can learn a little bit more about that is thanks to the folks at Fortinet. So Vince, if people want to learn a little bit more about some of the ways that you guys are helping solve these challenges, where can they go to learn that? Uh, everyone can go to Fortinet.com and uh, look for cloud security. Well, I want to thank our guests and I want to thank our special guest at Four from Fortinet for bringing you this episode of the On-Premise IT Roundtable. Remember that the latest episode of this podcast can always be found at gestaltit.com slash podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash gestaltitvideo, where you can keep up with the latest episodes of the On-Premise IT Roundtable, as well as all of the other great content that we bring your way. We should be back in two weeks with another great episode. Until then, we hope that you'll tune in and we can't wait to talk to you with our next premise very soon.